because I understand that it's all just about this like ecosystem of all of my puzzle pieces and how I'm going to fit them together to get through seven days in a really magical way. And that's all I'm ever trying to do is just be the leader of all the puzzle pieces, <laughs> make this incredible picture for seven days. Welcome to Systemize Your Life. This is your go-to podcast for work-from-home moms who are desperate to reclaim control, find order, and escape the never-ending cycle of overwhelm. Hi, I'm your host, Chelsea Joe. I've dedicated this show to modern women just like you who are eager to give their very best to their home, family, and work, all without losing themselves in the process. Get ready to discover the systems you need to craft powerful relationships, get organized, keep up on the housework, manage your time like a boss, love those babies well, and maybe even sneak in a date night or two. If you are tired of hopelessly watching life pass you by, then it's time to grab your ticket off that hot mess express and join me in life where systems do all the heavy lifting. This is where you transform your chaos into confidence and take your life from overwhelmed to organized. What do you say, friends? Let's do this. Hey there, friend. So you're juggling a million things at once, trying to balance the chaos of life and work, are you? Getting people out the door on time, not dropping the ball, feeding all the humans and washing all the things. I get it, and I'm here to help make your life a whole lot easier. But the big question is, where do you start and what system do you need most? Introducing to you the Overwhelmed to Organized Quiz, a 60-second game-changing quiz that will transform your life and provide you with the action plan you've been searching all over the internet for. Picture this, more productivity, more time for you, less stress, and a personalized system designed for the exact struggles you are facing right now. Never mind scrolling through hundreds of podcast episodes looking for where to begin. I have the exact get started guide you need. If you're ready to go from overwhelmed to organized, then head over to chelseajoe.co backslash quiz and get started with a 60 second quiz that will unlock the secrets to reclaiming your time and finding balance like never before. With just a minute of your time, you're gonna immediately receive a custom-made system that fits your unique needs. No more chaos, friend. No more juggling all the things. Just streamlined success with a solid plan on action that creates results. But wait, there's more. This quiz is packed with juicy resources to support you every single step of the way. I'm talking detailed steps crafted just by me and a special curated podcast playlist that you're not gonna find anywhere else. Every single step you need of my signature systems delivered straight to your inbox to keep you motivated and on track. So what are you waiting for? Head over to chelseajoe.co backslash quiz to get access to the number one system you need to start on your journey and going from overwhelmed to organized today. I am going to start this entire episode by saying that I definitely do not have all of the answers. I know that honestly, I struggle with this so much myself. Today, we're going to be talking about what it looks like when you just don't feel like doing <laughs> the list that you wrote for yourself, which <laughs> if you're still writing lists over and over and over and over again, you better go check out that quiz that you just heard me talk about because 
that is obviously the first place that we want to start. You want to make sure that you have a really great system in place so that what you are asking and demanding of yourself is digestible and is something in fact that you can accomplish. But once we've done that, once we've gotten to a place and we're like, look, we have great rhythms, we're time blocking, I know what my fundamental needs are. Like I have my home management system in place, but still there are some days when I just don't feel like it. And I want to say this is to be expected. This is normal. It, you actually should have days when you don't feel like it because I don't think that it's normal to always want to do the same thing over and over and over and over, and over again. I am not a super habitual person. I mean, rhythms and habits and discipline and all that feels really great for me. But I think the reason why it feels so great is because I consistently build in time to do nothing, to do things that aren't that, to play or have fun or be alone or not just constantly be on. And so that might be a place that you really want to look as well. Now that we've gotten those two things out of the way, I want to give you a list. I actually have seven things about really kind of just what I do. And I think about this a lot, how I battle my own lack of motivation on my down days, because I honestly have stuff that I struggle with, whether it's, you know, from obviously we've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but I have my own physical pain that I deal with, um, related to my cycle, which we're working on right now in, in really holistic ways, but I'm still kind of in the trenches with and I think we all are, of having highs and lows throughout the month. That is a normal thing for women. Mine just happened to be more roller coaster ish <laughs> than most people. Um, so I'm definitely not saying that that's normal by any means. Um, but it is something that I have to think about. And I think that chronic pain is also not normal, but I'm dealing with some of it in a different way than I used to. Um, and I have professionals on board, really good, holistic, non-mainstream professionals on board to be able to help me, to give me alternative options, to help with the back pain. And within that, within both of those things that I'm dealing with, those are things that are inside of me. It's not external stuff. That's stuff that I'm dealing with that my husband doesn't understand. My kids don't understand. My friends don't understand. My team doesn't understand. And although me... Maybe all of these people are very understanding. It's not something they experience. And it's something that I have to navigate. The dishes still have to get done. The bills still have to be paid. Although Blaine pays those. I don't pay those. People still have to be led and fed. You know? And my life right now is about leading and feeding. If I'm being really honest. (laughs) Not feeding in the way that it was when I was nursing. Which that is definitely a lot of work. But feeding in a completely different capacity And it's a lot of work, leading and feeding and cleaning and doing. There's so much to be done. And there are many days when I simply just don't feel like doing it. So how do I stay super productive? That is the question. I think you should give yourself more credit than you probably are. I think you are probably insanely productive, but you don't have systems in place. My systems allow me to look extremely effective when my energy output is probably less than yours. That is why I put systems in place because 
I had an irritable bowel, very severe irritable bowel uh, syndrome for a long time um, in the midst of getting pregnant and nursing and doing so many things in my life, um, working before I started this company. And it was a journey and I didn't have the energy to be able to pour into my family the way that I wanted to. I had to take care of myself in order to even be able to show up. And that's truly why Systemize Your Life became what it is. I started doing things because I couldn't stomach the idea of just laying around all of the time or 100% being focused on me, which I did need, honestly. I did need that and you probably need it too. But other people needed me and other things needed me. And that was something that I wanted to be able to juggle both of them. And so after I got my systems in place, it helped tremendously. Having a home management system is not really even something that I think twice about anymore. But it honestly helped so much to reduce the amount of energy that I was expending every single day to get less outcome than what I'm getting now. But now that I have this in place, I think, you know, there's there's other stressors in my world that are so great. Stress can be a really positive thing. And I have really positive stress in my life. I have very little negative stress in my life. But those things, stress just in and of itself, really exhaust a person. And if you're like me, uh, you know, we don't really talk about this much anymore. You don't hear it as often, but on the Enneagram, I'm a one wing too. And so everything is, is very intense to me. Not only do I strive for things to be my very, very best at all times, but I'm also trying to like nurture and serve and give and love everything in my, like within arm's reach my full heart. And so balancing those two things requires a lot of energy for me internally, which is why I have, you know, I hold my stress in my muscles and my back and I have to work on those things and releasing them. And we all have stuff, whether it's something that you're choosing to take medication for or use food and lifestyle as a remedy or some kind of, some kind of combination between the two of them. You have to be able to take care of yourself when you just don't feel like it. But there's so much of that that you can actually reduce. And there's so many resources here on the podcast to be able to help you with that. But here's the seven things that I do want to talk about that maybe you haven't thought of. And this is my process. I feel like I've got an incredible team on board and I've worked through all of those foundational pieces. And then there's that small percent of you and me that's left. It's, it's our inner voice. It's our inner workings. It's our, it's our genetic makeup. It's our wiring our what we're predisposed to all of those things. You end up having dialogue with yourself all day long. So let's start with number one on your piece of paper. Give me a list one through seven, please take notes. It's the number one way to actually make this podcast something very useful for you in your life is by taking notes and then doing the work that we're talking about here on the show. Number one is I am always battling with myself on what is on the other side of that thing that I don't want to do. So I think about how am I going to feel when I actually do it? And I envision what it looks like when it's done. 
So when I'm thinking so much about not wanting to get it done and how badly I don't want to do these dishes, how badly I don't want to fold this load of laundry, how badly I don't want to go to the grocery store or plan my week, I start thinking about what it actually feels like when it's done. I start thinking about what my week looks like when my calendar is planned. What does my morning look like the next morning when those dishes are actually done? This is a great practice for you. Get really, really good at it. Number two, I reward myself with treats. <laughs> Seriously, and this is funny to me because it's the type of training that we have chosen to implement with our puppy. Everything is rewarded with a treat. It's it's yes and a treat. We mark it with a treat. We mark it with a treat. We mark it with a treat. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just gonna start doing this with myself. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, you know what? Go have that darn Topo Chico and some dark chocolate when you're done. Like, go do it. I have really great boundaries with food. And so this can be my motivation. I also like to reward myself with a debit card in hand and a trip to Target. Now that I have to be really careful with because I don't have, I have an incredible budget in place, but I don't have solid, solid boundaries with my budget. We're working on it for sure, but it's not where I want it to be. So you need to think about what are the rewards for you. Maybe it's Netflix that night, but not if you don't have good sleep hygiene and boundaries, right? So you need to think about what are you going to reward yourself with and allow yourself to have and dangle that carrot. Like I'm all about it. I dangle carrots for my kids, but they're not actually carrots. Sometimes they are. (laughs) They're never probably actually really carrots, but you know what I mean? Number three, I want you to think about what has happened in the past when you didn't follow through with that thing. You might have a lot of this in your baggage and in your luggage and in your treasure chest. We like to call it the war chest. Um, We typically like to pull out all of the negative things before the positive things. That's why I started with number one. It's going to be very easy and you're going to be quick to going to things that you've done wrong in the past. And I want you to use that as actual motivation. I want you to use it as a tool. Because when you think about what happened, big one for me, what happens when you don't pre-pack the lunch boxes and the backpacks and have the water bottles? I had somebody reach out to me like laughing because the last episode I was like so furious and you could like feel my pain with the water bottles. And she's like, I totally feel you. I know you feel me on the water bottles saga, the drama with water bottles, I swear. But I almost bought another one today. I said I was going to, but I was like, I don't think that's gonna fit in my cup holder. So I put it back. Because there's nothing worse than a cup of water bottle that does not fit in your cup holder. And no, I will not buy a Stanley. Politics for another day on the Stanley habits. (laughs) The Stanley addiction is not real in my house, but uh, Simple Modern actually is probably gonna be my next. Brewmates and Simple Modern, I love them. Okay, I digress. But when you think about what happens when you don't follow through, it sets off a chain reaction for your entire day, your entire week, your entire month, whatever it is. Oh, I don't want to sit and have that budget meeting. I don't want to sit and establish my budget. It could be something really big, like you really want to have a budget in place right now, which by the way, when you become a student inside of Systemize Your Life as a VIP member, chelseajoe.co backslash SYL, quick plug there, you do get access to our entire budgeting system, spreadsheets, formulas, everything's there, teach you how to use it. It's super cool. But maybe you're like, hey, I don't really want to have the budget. And it's a big thing. 
it's not like a weekly thing. It's like, I keep putting this off. Well, what happens? You keep overspending, you keep not saving, you're still in debt, you still don't have money for the things that you actually want to have money for. And that's frustrating. Or we could break it down to, hey, maybe it's not a big task. Maybe I do have a budget in place, but I don't want to sit down and do the budget this weekend. Well, what happens? You overspend, you go out to eat, you don't meal prep, you blow your budget for the week, right? And then you end up being in this position where you have to skimp the week after, or you don't hit your goals for the month, and it's just like a whole thing. So I want you to think about what is it actually going to look like if I don't do this task and ask yourself, is it worth it? All right, number four, I want you now, and honestly, pick one of these things. Don't do all of them, because I cycle, well, I kind of cycle through multiples of these. It's like this stair step. (laughs) If one of these doesn't work, I move on to the next one. If I blow through all of them and the answer is still no, then it's probably a pretty good indicator that it's time to rest and take a break, right? So here's number four. I analyze my goals and determine what is really worth it to me. Sometimes we create plans that are really lofty and the outcome of being that highly productive and living at that standard and that caliber for so long and that kind of intensity isn't actually worth it. And sometimes it's not. I have that question come through my brain and I have this conversation with myself all the time. Like, well, is it really worth it? Yeah, you want to be at the gym six days a week, but I don't really want to go today. Is that a slippery slope? Yeah. Do I need to be disciplined and dedicated and do I need to go tomorrow? Yeah, I do. Am I actually going to go tomorrow? Is it worth it to me to sacrifice all of these other things, to fold the laundry, to have that one-on-one time with the kids, to clean out the car when I said I was going to, to actually call and pay that bill? Is it worth it to me? Or can I kick the can further down the road? Because sometimes you can, and sometimes I do. And sometimes it's just really not worth it. And that goal really is important to me. And so it's about having this relationship with yourself where you trust yourself and you build a sense of trust with yourself because no one else understands that dialogue that you have. And whether or not anybody wants to, you know, own it or talk about it, the dialogue that we have with ourselves is the number one leading guide and voice that we have. Some of us choose to partner that with faith and some people are on their own and they don't. In that process, you have to build trust that when you tell yourself you're going to do something, you'll follow up and you'll actually do it. And if you don't, that you've taken the time to go through this process and these questions. And to me, that makes it okay. (laughs) If all of these are a hard no, and I don't do it all that often, then I'm okay with it. All right, let's look at number five. I look for another place to put the task that is honest and still holds integrity. So if I'm sitting there and I'm looking at, okay, my week is slammed. There's nowhere else to put this task oftentimes that's my answer. Like you just have to do it because there's nowhere else to do it and not doing it is out of the question at this point. Like we didn't meal prep this weekend, didn't even go to the grocery store, it's Monday. I can't even tell you the last time that that happened. And that was a 
very intentional decision based on some things that we're working through and I am okay with the outcome of that right but it wasn't like oh I don't feel like it that was intentional and I know that it can be plugged in in a few other places on Monday or Tuesday so I was cool with that you have to be able to know if you have my home management system in place you will be able to know if you're systemized you will be able to know if it can get plugged in later in this week and it's not going to throw everything off. Number six on your list is absolutely to ask for help and lean on other people a lot. When I don't feel like doing things, I ask other people to do it for me. I ask for help. Sometimes I ask my mom to come over (laughs) or I ask Blaine to come sit with me in the closet while I fold my laundry because I don't feel like doing it and if he's there, it makes it fun. Or I ask my kids to do it for me or whatever. Like. I don't think you understand how much delegation I do in my life. And I always have. Even when I didn't have help, I had help. Like even when it wasn't easy, I figured it out and I found a way. I think, I don't even think I realize, well, I think I do at this point. Like delegation is like my superpower, I think. And it needs to become yours. It's a huge part of why I do so much. And And the funny thing is, is so many people are like, yeah, but I want to do it on my own. I'm like, but you're not. You're sitting over there trying to be Little Miss Independent, but you're not getting anywhere and you're exhausted and you're beating yourself up instead of just saying, hey, I know exactly what needs to be done and I can empower someone else to feel amazing by being on my team and doing this thing with me, whether it's friends, family, people on your team and your company and your business at your work or your teammates in your own house. I think it's such a skill that really honestly needs to be worked on by so many people is asking for help. And just like a direct ask, there's no like him hawing around. We don't beat around the bush. We just get really clear. And if they don't help, fine find somebody else to help you or go back through and figure out how you're going to get it done yourself. Or maybe there's something else you can ask someone to do. I always, I have a list of things on backup that I'm like, Oh, you don't want to help me with that. Well, then you can help me with this. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Because I understand that it's all just about this like ecosystem of all of my puzzle pieces and how I'm going to fit them together to get through seven days in a really magical way. And that's all I'm ever trying to do is just be the leader of all the puzzle pieces make this incredible picture for seven days. Speaking of number seven, let's look at number seven on the list to take care of myself. When we are looking at battling my lack of motivation and my down days, the one of the first things and probably the most foundational thing outside of having systems is knowing how to take care of myself. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to understand what your body needs and what your boundaries are I'm honestly still learning what this looks like in this season. And I think we're always going to have to continue to learn what our needs are as our bodies change. But turning 40 and having just other like mental and physical changes and like pressures on how I look and how I feel and like how I'm navigating my space. I know that that sounds like so superficial, but like it's like a whole nother ball game for me of it's just another season. It's very different now that my kids are a little bit older and they're super independent. 
And even when we like niche into this so deeply to say that in the example of us getting a puppy, right? That's not like, I mean, it's a season in our life for sure, but it's, it's something so micro, like I'm even trying to figure out how to navigate what I need and what my boundaries are just within that dynamic in our house. And outside of that dynamic, I'm going to have different needs and different boundaries. So I think in every single aspect of your life and all the different hats that you wear, you need to know what your boundaries are, how to take care of yourself. Like I have to understand how to take care of myself when I'm in my work block because the work that's required of me, and it didn't just start out like this, it's grown over time but I have to take care of myself. I have to have snacks available. I have to sleep. If I don't get sleep, I literally can't show up and create a podcast. It's impossible. I have zero clarity. My brain is foggy. I'm yawning through the whole thing. I have no idea. I'm rambling in circles. Like it does not work out. And being able to be a great supportive friend, teammate, daughter, wife, mother, sister, aunt, all the things, right? It's, it's so important for me to know what I need. And so sometimes you will hear people talk about, oh, I'm having, I'm having symptoms of burnout and, or I feel it coming on. And I know what those things feel like for me. And I know exactly what to do to fix it. And when I have those things in place, I have way fewer days of saying, I don't feel like doing it because I am taking care of myself. So I know that this one is a little bit more preventative, but honestly, you can do these things in real time. You might not feel like going to the grocery store, but it's actually just because you haven't had lunch. Well, you may actually feel like going to the grocery store, but for me, I don't feel like going to all three stores because I got to go to multiple stores. Not one store has all the things that we need. I know it is completely inefficient (laughs) to be driving to multiple stores. That is for another day. That is for another day. I love my system for grocery shopping. It's like, it's such a beautiful time in my weekend. I love it so much. But if I don't have my water bottle, (laughs) tell me that's not funny. If I don't have my water and if I haven't eaten, I literally honestly just like don't have any energy I if I'm not like I have to have the right shoes on or my back hurts like I know what I need I sound like a cranky well whatever we can just agree with my husband that I have a lot of needs I do but you know what I'm a woman that knows exactly what she needs And I know what to do in order to have those needs met so that I can be so unbelievably in that pocket and in the groove all week long. And my goal is just to stay in that groove. And the way that I do that is by looking at these seven things that I just told you. So I hope that you find a few of these helpful for you. And I hope it encourages you, honestly, to show up for yourself and for the things that you said that you were going to do and take care of yourself. Really focus on the power that you have just with the thoughts that you create. And I hope it 
makes you smile and feel a little bit better about creating systems in your life because it is going to absolutely be a game changer for you. Thanks so much for being here and having a great time with me on this episode. I can't wait to pop back in here really soon and tell you about the new water bottle that I purchase at some point in the near future. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend a sincere invitation to you, an incredible wife, mom, and woman who has serious dreams of making change, to really take what you learned today and implement even just a small part of it in your life. When you make changes, it inspires everyone around you. If today's episode resonated with you, I'm certain it will resonate with others too. So head over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. Your review will help more women discover our podcast and join our supportive community. But your impact doesn't stop there. You hold the power to motivate and equip the women closest to you in your life with a simple, hey girl, let's do this together. Text this episode to your best friend or maybe even your mama. Whoever it is in your life that's knee deep in the same kind of chaos you're in, they need to know about this system too. And if you're feeling fancy, you can even take a screenshot of this episode tag me and post it to your stories because together we can create a trail of wisdom for all the incredible women around us, reshaping how we not only care for ourselves, but each other. I can't wait to connect with you on Instagram until we meet back here again real soon for the next episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.